The embattled Activision Blizzard CEO to get a $390 million payout in the Microsoft deal. So Bobby Kotick will walk away with a $390 million check as a result of Microsoft's acquisition of his gaming company just two months after employees demanded his firing over the firm's alleged culture of sexual misconduct. Kotick, who is 58 and is also expected to leave Activision Blizzard after the deal is completed sometime next year, agreed on Tuesday to sell his company to Microsoft in an all-cash deal valued at $75 billion. The vast majority of his $390 million payout will come from the 3.95 million shares that he owns, according to securities filings. Now, since Kotick doesn't own any unvested equities, he will not be entitled to a change of control payment. Kotick is said to be worth an estimated $870 million, according to Forbes. So the software giant's acquisition of the Santa Monica-based gaming studio that has produced hits like Candy Crush. Oh my god, they're the ones that produced Candy Crush? Call of Duty and Guitar Hero will make it the third largest company in the online gaming space behind Tencent and Sony. Like, I don't know if you guys realize this, the important thing to like understand about why their businesses are even worth so much money is that a lot of their games are like more so like freemium, right? So a lot of them tend to be games that are free to play, right? But there's a lot of like in-app purchases or in-game purchases. So you can literally have a free game, like completely free right? And a gamer that loves the game so much, loves the culture, loves the community, all that sort of stuff, ends up spending thousands upon thousands of dollars, potentially every single month, in that game, right? So like a personal story. I knew someone that played League of Legends, which is a free game, that spent a lot of money in League of Legends, which is a free game. I've also talked to people randomly that they played Candy Crush, and I asked them, like, hey, how much have you spent on Candy Crush, right? Uh, and they're like, oh, I don't know, maybe like $10, maybe maybe most $50. And then I like when I asked them, like, hey, like, are you able to check how much you actually spent on it? And they actually go and check it. They, like, you see, like, their eyes kind of, like, droop a little. They're like, oh, God. I spent that much amount of money, right? Like, they spent, like, hundreds of dollars in a phone app that has, like, really no value in their day-to-day life, right? Like, it's crazy when you take a step back and really look at it. Now, here's the thing. Really, there's nothing wrong to spend your, like, excess cash on things that you truly enjoy if it is gaming, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is is that there's a lot of people who do play these games that do buy the things inside these games that are basically potentially living paycheck to paycheck. So you're living paycheck to paycheck, so you're going into debt to buy things 
that technically don't really exist in a game that really has no impact on your life so that you can make billionaires basically more rich, right? It gets crazy when you take a step back from it, right? But again, if you have excess cash, like if you're debt-free and you have excess cash and you just feel like splurging on like in-app purchases of games that you love, nothing wrong with that, right? It's just that people really need to like be careful because here's the thing. A lot of people don't want to admit this, but gaming can be an addiction, right? Just like food can be addiction. Just like drugs can be addiction. Just like, you know, like opiates can be like, you know, using opiates, like, you know, painkillers, all that kind of stuff can be an addiction, right? Uh, You got to be very careful, even with gaming, because after a certain point, if you start having like a negative effect on your day-to-day life, specifically financially, because of how much money you're spending within a game, you got to be really careful. So Microsoft's official announcement of the acquisition, the largest in the history of the tech giant, did not mention Kotick. So Kotick, who has helmed Activision Blizzard since 1991, after he led a group of investors in purchasing the company, will stay on through the transition. Once the deal closes in 2023, the Activision Blizzard business will report to Microsoft Gaming Chief Phil Spencer, a Microsoft spokesperson told the Wall Street Journal. Now, Kotick told the journal on Tuesday that he will always be available to ensure that we are going to have the very best integration and he refused to comment on his future status, basically meaning that he's probably going to get let go, right? So the Microsoft deal ends the tumultuous period for Activision Blizzard. In recent months, the company has been scrutinized for its alleged mishandling of complaints related to reported instances of sexual harassment and discrimination. In July of last year, the company was sued by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, after a two-year investigation found alleged cases of harassment, discrimination, and a toxic workplace culture. Now, the investigation accused the firm of tolerating a frat bro culture that included rape jokes, crude comments, and groping. Now, here's the thing. You should never grope anyone, period. One female employee who was said to have been subjected to abuse died by suicide. That is horrendous. Sorry to uh, whoever this female employee was. Like, I mean, that's sad to see, right? Now, I don't know if she died by suicide directly because of the abuse that she potentially was subjected to. She might have committed it for some other reason. I don't know. If you have more information, feel free to give your thoughts down below. But, like, it's sad when you really think about it. Now, Kotick admitted last summer that the company was tone-deaf in its response to the California lawsuit. Now, in November, dozens of its employees staged a walkout demanding that the board remove Kotick after it was learned that the CEO knew about the company's office culture for years. And in 2006, Kotick is alleged to have harassed one of his assistants before threatening to have her killed. A company spokesperson said that Kotick quickly apologized for what was described as an obviously 
hyperbolic and inappropriate voicemail. So, yeah, like this is uh, not just a little disturbing, this is kind of like pretty massively disturbing. And to be frank, for like this guy, like at his point, what he should do is just kind of like, you know, walk away. Like just kind of not be in the media like viewpoint, just like walk away, mind your own business, don't get involved in like some other mainstream kind of stuff. It's just like, that's dark. Like this is dark, right? Yeah, that's no one should really have to be uh, subjected to that. Like that's that's sad. But if you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to fortyandbox.com. But this is just I don't know. These CEOs are like nuts. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.